Welcome to the I'm in my 20s podcast, the podcast that empowers you to make the best of your 20s through candid, insightful, and inspiring conversations. My name is Meg, and let's get started. And I was just like, nothing, I'm just made a friend. Like, he was like, really? And then he just got up, like slammed the counter, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to find someone to go home with so I'm not alone. And then he just left. Hello, my listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. First, I'm going to do a longer introduction than usual because it has been a hot minute since my last episode. As you guys know, I took a pretty long break from the season in the middle of it because I was experiencing a bit of confusion with the direction of where I was going, how to continue this sustainably. And the biggest update on my part is that, well, I am half vaccinated, Pfizer gang, and because of that, I have been really trying to go out and really enjoy my summer. So I've been doing a lot of outdoor activities. I've been golfing, I've been volleyball, I've been biking everywhere, I've been going on hikes, I've just been hanging out with friends and just spending almost every weekend out soaking up the sunshine, getting really tan. I really like getting tan and just trying to focus on my health and well-being and my happiness and just all that stuff and while also working full-time in the daytimes. And so because of that, I've been having a bit of struggle trying to find a balance within my schedule in order to continue fitting in the podcast and working on the page and everything without burning out because your girl also needs eight hours of sleep a night. And so my life has been a bit chaotic and because of that, I've had to take a pause. However, I'm very happy to say that, hi guys, I am back and I'm ready to continue launching the rest of the season and already planning out season five. So don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. And another special shout out to my amazing friend, Sophia Yuna Chong for working with me on strategizing the content for my podcast and producing content for my page. So stay tuned for more content. Anyways, guys, today's episode is a fun one, a different one. As you heard in the little snippet in the intro, my friend Radhika is a really great storyteller and that was like a little taste of the funny stories that we told in this over hour long conversation. Radhika is my really, really great friend from school. We met through, hmm, well, you guys will hear the whole story of how we met, funny stories and everything. Hint, hint, we bonded over Channing Tatum. We shared dumb humor from like 22 Jump Street. We went on exchange at the same time. We did an internship together. We've had our whole big share of crazy stories and weird experiences, most of which aren't actually that crazy, but just the fact that we tell it in such a... <laughs> the way that we tell it just makes... I don't know. I just find it really funny when Radhika tells her stories. But anyways, whenever me and Radhika talk, it's always just freaking laughing. Also, this conversation had to be filtered in some way because... Me and Rads do spill a lot of tea, and so we couldn't get too much into the tea or the more embarrassing personal stories, but this is a glimpse into our friendship and our quote-unquote crazy lives. <laughs> She's going to be like, Meg, why would you say we have live crazy lives? Like, we're literally boring. But anyways, this is a glimpse into our friendship. Love Radhika so much, and I know you guys are going to get a nice laugh and a nice chill time listening to this conversation. So sit back, relax, tan in the sun as I would do, and just play this podcast back and do some design work or just chill and listen and laugh with us. All right, enjoy, guys. Oops, a few more things before we dive in. First of all, this conversation was recorded like two months ago, so keep that in mind. And second of all, you can listen into the very end where I will be giving my own personal life updates completely unrelated to this podcast conversation. So this is a long ass episode, but if you guys are down for that, since it's been a hot minute, listen in. Anyways, I'm the Babble Queen, so I'll stop talking now and let you guys listen to me and Radhika talk together instead. 
All right, let's begin. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. I'm here with my friend Radhika this morning. I just woke up, but here we are, and we'll be recording an episode for you guys where we're reflecting on our fun stories on exchange. Yep. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Welcome to the podcast, Radhika. Can you give our listeners an introduction of who you are? Thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Radhika. I thought about what to say for my introduction, and I didn't know what to say, so I'll just spitball. Um, <laughs> we both went to solder together, had a really weird experience, and that's how we met, um, which maybe we'll get into it after. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I graduated last year, um, and I have a super cool job. I work in mm. audit at Deloitte, just so cool. it's not very fun. <laughs> But yeah, I'm from Seattle and grew up in Ottawa, kind of all over the place and moved to Vancouver, like, I guess, five years ago now. So cool. That's awesome. Okay, I would actually love to talk about how we met because it's the funniest story. The funniest story. (laughs) Um, But before we do that, I just want to give a disclaimer on my voice. I, I literally like just woke up and got set up on my laptop so I sound really crusty right now so I apologize (laughs) (laughs) but no better way to start your morning than to record a podcast um so yeah let's talk about how we met this was what year was this like second year this would have been first year first year yeah like second semester of first year so we were in the same club in Actus UBC and we were both spend it right associates but they yeah. changed it to innovate so we're supposed to like mentor high school students can't talk today high school students <laughs> and then we were both assigned to mcneil was it so it was like the school in richmond so it's like really far and we had to like transit there and it took like how long like an over an hour to I get there or over i mean it wasn't supposed to take more than 45 minutes it oh. took us like two hours <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like we basically just got on the like the forty nine, I think, and we were yeah. just talking about Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we definitely like passed Metrotown and passed all the stops, and then we're like, wait, weren't we supposed to get off at the school? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny because that was like our first time like having a real one on one conversation. I feel like. Right? Yeah, yeah, before like, that, I don't think we'd ever, like, talked one-on-one. It was just, like, at the Enactus meetings. Yeah. And I was like, okay, who's this girl that I have to go to this random school with? And yeah. we were just like, oh, Channing Tatum, he looks like a box. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's hilarious. Yo, I don't know why I was, like, intimidated to, like, go on this long bus ride with this girl that I barely knew. I was like, oh, my God, Radhika, who is she? Like, I hope she's nice and stuff. Well, I thought that I, I thought that you were in with like the Vancouver squad because obviously like I didn't know anyone at UBC yeah, and Seattle. so it felt like everyone like kind of knew each other somehow. Like, I don't know if you knew Alan before, but mm. like, everyone was like, oh, you know Bob from Tupper who knows Sarah, who knows you. And I was like, wow, everyone's such a click already. <laughs> oh my God. No, no way. No way. I like feel like I was so awkward in an actress because I felt like everyone knew each other too. And I was like, oh, who are these people? I only knew like Alan and Angela. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when we got paired, I was like, oh my God, who is she? But yo, that bus ride was so funny. Was like so We were fun. just 
we were so embarrassing. Like the people on the bus are like, what is wrong with these two people just cracking up about Channing Tate? I also love how when we actually got to the school and the teacher was like, wait, where? why were you guys like? Oh, yeah. I don't remember what we, we were said. like, oh, there was like a lot of traffic. Sorry. <laughs> Classic. But on the way back too, mm. there was that like crazy guy on the SkyTrain. Oh, my God. That was the same day, wasn't it? Yeah. Dude, that was such an eventful day. Oh, yeah. So basically, we were like talking about how Channing Tatum looks like a box. <laughs> like we were talking about like 22 Jump Street or whatever. We we're like, oh, yo, yeah, he was like pretty, pretty good looking. He was pretty hot in those ones. And then what happened to him in Magic Mike? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he just got too jacked. I don't know. It wasn't a good look on him. <laughs> yeah, you know when people build way too much muscle and their head looks like it's too small for their body? <laughs> oh my god. That's why we were like, we look like a he looks like a box. Okay. That's so mean. But oh my god, we were like having the best time. <laughs> it's fine. He's famous. He's rich. He's good. <laughs> yeah, he, he good. Like I wish I could be Channing, except not look like a box. <laughs> you don't want to be a box though. Anyway, so that's how we met. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But also the subway story. We should tell that too. Oh so. yeah. Okay. So on the way back, I don't I think we were gonna take the SkyTrain like two stops and then we were both gonna get off and like I was gonna go to UBC and you were gonna go home, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this like guy on this, or there's this lady on the SkyTrain yelling at everyone to take their backpacks <laughs> off and put it in front of their feet. And she yeah. comes up to us, she's like, the reason why the SkyTrain is so like busy all the time is because of UBC students. And I was like, lady, <laughs> can you not? <laughs> and she's like take off your backpacks and we're like we're only going two stops and we're like not in anyone's face yeah um and then she goes up to this guy who is in a wheelchair and starts like telling him what to do yeah and apparently there's like a specific section of the sky train that you have to stay on if you have a wheelchair which i'm pretty sure that's fake news but Mm. yeah and then they got into like a whole thing and he was Mm -hmm. yelling and yeah yeah (laughs) They were saying some really disturbing words. Like, the funny part was, like, that woman who started yelling first, she was, like, clearly targeting me because I was standing there with my backpack, right? Yeah. And the sad thing, like, the funny part is my backpack was so flat. Like, it It wasn't even, like, (laughs) it wasn't even, like, protruding. And there was, like, nobody standing behind me. And she just comes up to me and starts, like, shitting on my backpack. She was, like, it was wild. And then it was so funny also because at the beginning, she was, like, the instigator, and then yeah. at the end, everyone was giving her sympathy because this guy was, like, yelling at her and, like, cursing at her. And I was like, yeah, the tables have turned so quickly. Yeah, oh, my God. They turned so fast. Like, at first, I was, like, rooting for the dude in the wheelchair who was, like, yelling at her. But they started saying stuff that was so mean. It was so out there, bro. <laughs> like, oh. I don't even know if I can say it on this episode because it was so mean. Like, imagine, like, every bad word. Like, they were just calling her that, and they're like, you know, I hope your husband regrets marrying you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, your own, your own husband was doesn't even love you. <laughs> oh, and my lady, God. Lady looked like she was about to cry. I mean, at first I hated her, but then I felt like I needed to give her a hug. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But we got, we yeeted out of there. Like yeah. We, we yeeted off. Like, we couldn't even talk. We couldn't, we could barely say bye. We just, like, gave each other eye contact. We're like, okay. Um, this is it. <laughs> what a day, man. But yeah, that's the foundation for this friendship. 
Yeah, chaos,、uh, which is why it has been great chaos for like five years now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yo, we have so many like funny stories. Honestly, like every time we talk, it's always like funny shit.、Um, so we went through big, big D recruit together, which was what brought us closer too. Oh God, we have so many. I I feel so bad though because every time we talk, it's either like it's one of like four topics. It's big D. It's it's Channing Tatum and like Twenty <laughs> One Jump Street compilation, <laughs> or it's like Exchange, or it's、um, I don't even know what the fourth one is. But yeah, I think you already said four. That's basically our <laughs> friendship. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So funny, actually, funny story. Last time we were like sharing Channing Tatum. No, not Channing Tatum. Where sh- you you sent me like this Twenty One Jump Street compilation video. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I watched it like five times. <laughs> it was like the funniest thing ever. It was like, of、uh, who's that guy that's always yelling at Schmidt? Like the oh Ice Cube, yeah Ice Cube yelling at Schmidt. And then I was like dying watching it. And then I was like sending you like my reactions on Facebook Live, right? Yeah. And then I was also talking to my other friend,、um, like Tiffany, at the same time. I don't know if she listens to this, but like I was like talking to Tiffany as well. And then I watched this one part, and then I sent to Tiffany, LMFAO Schmidt has a small dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then I was like spamming in all capitals, and I I thought I was sending it to you, and then she saw it, and she was like. LOL, Meg. WTF? Are you saying? <laughs> I was like, oh shit, sorry, wrong chat. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it was iconic. That movie is just so iconic. Like, there's no other movie that you can watch ten times. Yeah, it's still funny. That's a funny. So that was like Twenty Two Jump Street, right? You guys have to watch Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen either of them, I'm pretty sure everyone probably has seen at least one. But yeah, you haven't. Yeah, watch it tonight. Yes, if you want to know what kind of dumb humor we're all about, <laughs> that movie captures all the shit humor that we laugh about. And night and day, I guess we should. That was yeah, that was on exchange. But night and day, remember that that-, that trash movie we saw? Oh wait, is it of the like the dude that was like on the plane and shit? Was it like that yeah, yeah, yeah. story? Yeah. yeah, it was Tom Cruise, and then they're like on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, so basically, like our friendship, we didn't act this, and then I think after that we didn't talk for a bit. But、yeah. then DNLC, that was like end of second year, right? So we went through recruit for that. Yeah, and then we both got in, and then like somebody told me that you were also got in. I don't remember who. Oh, Sarah, Sarah Wang. So she was like, "Oh, like Radica also got into DNLC." I was like, "Oh, lit! Like I know Radica." See, yo, funny thing too, like the term. CPA buzz. Oh my god! <laughs> you remember hearing that? <laughs> I I don't know if we're thinking of the same incident. Is it? Well, What's someone, your incident? Someone I'll keep them unnamed, but someone、okay. came up to me and told me that they heard from the CPA buzz certain <laughs> details about my life. Your, your love life specifically, right? Phrase that they used, and I was、yeah. like, I didn't know that. CPA buzz was like a thing. <laughs> also, like we're friends, so why wouldn't you just say, "Hey, I heard this about you." I know exactly who you're talking about, and I know this exact incident.、Oh、and he was the same guy I heard CPA buzz from. Like this one time, I was just like chilling in the middle of a solder, and he comes and he's like, "Yo, Meg, how's it going?" I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, 
yeah, yo, like, what's the CPA buzz lately? Oh my God. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. There's no buzz. Okay. All right. So now we know who it is. <clears throat> we but, know who it is. But yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> Please stop using that word. <laughs> So funny. Um, but yeah, we went to DNLC together. So that for for people background. So that's like the Deloitte National Leadership Conference. So basically, all the big four have like a conference that they do for their students to like trap them. I'm just kidding. Not trap. I'm not I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding no tea it's actually a really great conference it was really great um and then we went in like june 28 2019 no 2018 yeah june 2018 to toronto to uh, yeah hang out with other people who got in i mean oh we could talk about how i like ripped my knee out like on the, shit on the yeah <laughs> please do please do <laughs> i mean that's one thing that's public public access information yeah. Um, yeah, so basically on day one, so they put us in like these teams, right? Like teams of like 15 people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you had a, like a manager or someone who was in charge of you. And there was a scavenger hunt around um, downtown Toronto. And it was on the app. It was like the goose chase thing. So <laughs> it was timing out at 5pm. So our team was running down the sidewalk at 5pm in Toronto on a weekday, which is <laughs> obviously a really stupid idea. Um, <laughs> the guy in front of me just stopped. And then I tripped over the manhole cover and like ran into him and just like, took it like face first on the pavement. Oh, and then I was like, we're going to run out of time and like, got up <laughs> and started running. And then there was like a trail of blood on the pavement and I didn't notice because when you first fall you kind of just like adrenaline right like you don't know yeah like you're like no it doesn't hurt you know I'm good and you're like dripping blood yeah and then (laughs) it was apparently like dripping blood and then um, all the guys were like oh my god so we went to um is it Eaton Center I don't know what yeah it's called yeah and we (laughs) was like blood like streaming down my leg and then we go into this pharmacy and we're like hi like do you have like antibacterial wipes or like gauze or anything? And she's like, uh, I have like iodine. And I don't mm-hmm. know why this pharmacy didn't just have like wipes or like what we were thinking. But this mm-hmm. guy on my team was like, I know, I like, I know what to do. You need iodine because mm-hmm. it's antibacterial. And so he bought this like vial of iodine. And then we went back into the mall and I tried to go wash out the cut like in the bathroom, but the sinks were like too high up. So I couldn't mm. get my leg like in the sink. Shit. So we come back outside and super ratchet. We find a trash can, like one oh of those big ones. And then the two guys like held my leg over the trash can. Oh my and God. And then he like poured this vial of iodine onto my open wound. <laughs> and this was in public, this like in the totally mall. like in the middle of the <laughs> center. <laughs> and then, yeah, so I do not recommend iodine for an open wound because A, it burns, uh-huh. and B, it stains your leg orange, which no one told me. Oh my god. So, so you had an had, orange leg? I did not know this. Yeah, afterwards, like, so we got back and then um, everyone was like, what the hell? <laughs> the rest of the weekend, like, I had those, like, gauze bandages, like, on, in every mm. picture, like, on my knees. <laughs> Oh yeah, and there was like um, orange streaks like on my skin, and I couldn't get mm. it off. Like even with the the bougie Fairmont soap, it couldn't get the eyeliner. <laughs> but that's fine. 
It is what it is. Oh my god! With the bougie like Deloitte branded soap in yeah. the hotel yeah. where everything was Deloitte branded, even the shampoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that was honestly that was crazy. It was just like wake up at six a.m. and we wouldn't sleep until like one or two a.m. because at nighttime they would want us to, like go drink and stuff. That happened. Remember we went to that like underground bar or I club? do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, Meg? Do you? <laughs> I do. I was actually, I wasn't too drunk. I just remember it being like, like we were a few of the only people there. It was like, yeah, ghetto. it was kind of smelly. It was really <laughs> gross. It was super. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was basically just like the conference people there and just mm. sprays of tequila shots. But- yeah. Oh, I do remember the rooftop bar. You remember that? Oh Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was actually such a blast. I loved it. Um, but I've, I've never partied with such a diverse age range before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. It was really it was like 15 years or more. 15 years. The partners more. were like probably in their 40s and stuff. Or even 50s. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> like, like no us like noobs like we're like 18 or 19. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. imagine like. 18 year olds and like 50 year olds like busting it down on the dance floor together yeah. you know like <laughs> but yeah I remember like when we did the presentation I wore long pants intentionally because mm-hmm. I didn't want anyone to see my bandages Your knees, and my yeah. orange legs um mm-hmm. and so I, I was sitting like waiting because we were all in that like big room right like the teaching yeah. room and then you would stand up and go do your thing and so when I was sitting it was fine and then I stood up and I felt like something dripping down my leg. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, okay, no. Hey, no one can know about this. And then so yeah. I was like talking, and I felt stuff dripping down my leg. And then yeah. at the end, when I sat down, there was like like the bandage had like opened. Shit. And so yeah, that was fun. Wait, was it blood? Well, it was just like you know, like after a couple days when you get yeah, like a scab oh i know what you mean okay that's gross yeah 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 but it was oh my god so crap (laughs) oh my god that's yeah so that's that's our crazy dnlc experience um yeah and then we both accepted our offers ecstatically as excited how how old were we like 17 or something no 18 19 19 something like that for what i don't remember like when we like started our internship and stuff oh um, no that was 2019 summer we're like 20 20? yeah 20 dude i don't know i've like lost track of all time like i can't believe i'm 23 just as old now so (laughs) yeah tldr we're old um but we accepted and then next summer we worked at deloitte together and uh, honestly like when i think back on my internship all i remember is like squishing in like the small cubicle next to radica like every single day (laughs) Like the cubicles are meant for one person, and I'm just like Radhika, can I squish with you? <laughs> and no. it's like both of us on our laptops, and like me, like hitting you with my elbow while we're working. See, here's like some other tea, I guess. Not really. Yeah. Like for the amount of money these companies make, they really have a small budget for chairs. Like mm-hmm. office chairs. Like the office chairs were so crusty. Like I'm not yeah. even joking. Like the leather was like ripping off and like stuff <laughs> inside the cushion part was like coming out like the fuzz. And yeah. there were like 15 chairs for 25 people. So you had to like <laughs> ration out the chairs and some people were on the ground and they had maybe 10 cubicles for yeah, yeah. Like 25 of us. Mm. 
Honestly, to be fair, this was like Deloitte office right before they like plan to move offices and stuff. So they're in like WeWork and then COVID hit, but they ha- they have like this new office set up. So basically we got like the oldest, crappiest office experience because it was like the oldest place. And yeah, yeah. So bad. but I mean, the new office is like really modern and like fun mm. and everything, but we haven't yeah. been there at all. So yeah, like the cubicles yeah. were so tall, like you you had to like stand up and like tippy toe to like look past the cubicle. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so dumb because we as interns, like there were like how many of us? Like I want to say like 15, like 15, 20 of us. Yeah. Um, like obviously we want to stick together, right? We're like, oh, like, you know, we don't want to be that one intern who's sitting at the other side of the cubicles and not seeing anyone. And that's like a loner. So we all like purposely squish into like the same section of the office and it's like everyone's like sharing a cubicle yeah it was like really intimate for no reason at all (laughs) it was not necessary but I mean it is what it is yeah literally not necessary oh dude I forgot this one fun experience like the freaking Deloitte uh Christmas party oh my god we don't need to go into that that was so bad (laughs) so bad oh my god Honestly, I feel like I, I might have been too drunk to remember much of it, but you might have been more so than me. But Look. I just remember us like running around without our with our shoes off, like literally barefoot running around in front of all these like partners and like full-time Deloitte people dressed up like all pretty. We're just like two ratchet interns running Bro, around. It was barefoot. so badass. We were like we were totally barefoot. We were running around the Hyatt like like no shits given. And I don't even know how, like, they gave us drink tickets, but I definitely drank more than two drink tickets worth. Mm, because one guy, I remember, kept giving us extra tickets. Our, our ticket mule? Was yeah. he, like, our source? I don't yeah. remember who it was. I think I remember. That's it was, so funny. It was one of the people with duplicate names that we knew at DNLC. Remember? Oh, so, yeah. oh I, think was, I don't even yeah. remember this okay well I mean obviously because there were so many drink tickets um yeah. yeah and then at the end of the night we were trying to get home and it was yeah and then and then we had to get like taxis and stuff to like go home because like we were we were so we were so wiped out but so uh lots of stories and then after that we went on exchange at the same time we did after big d happened it was right after, right? Like the semester right after the end. Yeah. So I went to Vienna and Radhika went to Edinburgh. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was Edinburgh at first. <laughs> I thought I thought it was Edinburgh too. And then so luckily so Brad, who was one of the other people who we interned with, he had mm-hmm. gone um, the year before and then my other friend from high school also happened to go um, like the semester right before me. So both of them were like, do not say Edinburgh. They won't meet you. It's Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many things you don't know until you get there, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, like the Budapest as well. Okay, it's not Budapest. It's Budapest. It's Pesh, Pesh right? Peshk, yeah. Like, I don't even know how to say it, Peshk, but I've been saying Pest my whole life. And apparently they get pissed at you if you say that. Like, no, that's not us. Yeah, I never I never made it to... to- Budapest but Mm. um yeah I think like everyone who went that was where the the no I was gonna say hot tub but that's not right 
the oh the 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 baths the baths are right yeah yeah that's where the baths are it was it was really fun but yeah radica what is your one of your most memorable experiences from exchange like i'm sure you have plenty that we talked about but yeah um okay i mean the very first or like the very second day that i got there that makes no sense like one of the (laughs) first days that i was there and i decided so People probably don't really know this about me, but I'm, like, obsessed with cereal. Like, I, mm. I can eat cereal, like, three times a day, like, every single meal. So I was like, okay, I'm in a new place. I need some cereal and some milk. So <laughs> I went to the Sainsbury's, which is, like, the grocery store chain there. And mm. I was looking for 2% milk. So I looked all around, and I couldn't find it. I only found, like, whole milk. So... I asked the the lady at the counter, like, hey, um, where can I find 2% milk? Mm-hmm. She just looked at me like, like, what? And I was like, oh, the 2% milk. Like, what? Do, where can I find that? And she was like, why would there be a percentage for milk? Oh. And I was like, um, <laughs> I don't actually know. But <laughs> I was like, I thought- I don't know. I mean, it is all 100% milk, but it's... Whoa, oh, okay. So they took it wrong. They were like, what? Are you like adding 2% milk in water or yeah. something? Like, what is wrong with this foreigner? And I was like, uh, okay. Um, and then I think someone else like took pity on me and was like, they don't have percentages in Europe. It's like whole milk and like half something and semi-skimmed and skimmed. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so which one would be 2%? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, like semi-skimmed or whatever. And I was like, okay. yeah. So that was like my introduction to being like, the stupid North American. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Oh, that's similar to when you asked for water and yeah that was the exact story i was thinking of when you were talking about that because okay so in europe like i don't know if it's just a vienna thing or just an austria thing but basically they always charge you for water as well like it's not free which is such a shock to us who like live in vancouver and we just like drink out of the tap and shit right but yeah exactly but like when you like go to like vienna and you go to a restaurant you have to pay for water and also um they tend to give you water with they call it gas, but it's actually just sparkling water. So sparkling water is the norm there and everyone loves it. But I don't know about, about you guys. This is like might be a debate, but I hate sparkling water. Like I hate it. Like it just like it hurts my throat. Like I don't like drinking it. It doesn't quench my thirst, but sparkling water is the standard. But basically my first time getting water at a restaurant, I was like, oh, can I get the Vasa? That's how you say water in, in German or like please and I was like pointing at it on the menu and then the waitress was like oh uh with gas and I was like what like, gas I was like what and she's like gas I was like what and she just like kept saying gas and I was getting so agitated because I didn't know what it meant and she just kept saying gas and I was like sure because I didn't know what it meant she's like okay and then she brings me in and I realized it's, it's just sparkling water and then even worse like sadder story I went to um where did I go Slovakia don't ask me why I went to Slovakia like <laughs> like honestly I went to those places where people are like Meg of all places why would you go there I mean it's it's good because you're never gonna in your life be like I'm gonna go to Slovakia and pay two thousand dollars oh, to get on a flight from exactly. Canada to Slovakia. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. That's my exact reason. Because like when you're on the street, it's like you might as well just go to these places that will cost you like 20 euros to go to, right? Like Slovakia was like right next to Austria and I had to go there to get my visa. Um, so basically, I, I've spent a while in Slovakia and then I was like really thirsty because I forgot to bring my water bottle. Okay, this is either Slovakia or Slovenia, one of the two. Um, but basically, I forgot to bring my water bottle and then I went to a store to get water and the sparkling water was like, way cheaper than the normal water and I was like what the heck and obviously I was cheap so I just bought the sparkling water so I was like okay sure I'll just get the sparkling water it was like two liters of sparkling water and then I drank it I was like I freaking hate this and then I ended up carrying like lugging around this two meter liter bottle of sparkling water with me not knowing what to do with it because I hated it honestly I really hate sparkling water too like it does right. quench your thirst and you get you you your brain thinks you're drinking soda but you're not and then you just mm. get disappointed yeah and then your tongue is like this tastes like nothing i thought it was going to taste like coke exactly like your tongue <laughs> just like disappointment yeah it just dries out your tongue um but yeah that was my sparkling water experience now i want to talk about <laughs> interesting encounters experience so first i want to share this encounter i had in i want to say okay i'm literally getting all my cities mixed up either Edinburgh or Budapest, okay? So I went shopping in a mall in the city to get a swimming suit because I wanted to get a swimming suit to go into the baths in Budapest. And then I went into the mall and then, you know, you're used to a very good customer service in North America. You know, people, like, even without asking people, like, hi, like, how's your day? Like, are you finding everything okay? You know, like, like very, very, like, salesy and all that. But you go into these stores in uh, Europe and they they don't give a shit about you, you know? So (laughs) I wanted to ask this lady who worked at the mall, um at the store and I was hi like I was wondering if you sell like bathing suits here and she just like turned around and she literally like glared at me and she was like no and then she just like walked away really fast and I was like I was actually so offended because I thought she'd be so nice and help me out and then I didn't even finish asking the question like I wanted to ask her if there are other stores nearby so I like literally had to like run after this woman who was like speed walking away from me and then I was like oh sorry like I have one more question like oh like do you know any stores nearby that would sell this and she was like no and she kept speed walking away from me which is so weird because she's literally the lady who works at the store and she's like the customer service lady so I was like what like why is she so mean to me like is it because I'm a foreigner or like see that's the thing that was like really kind of a culture shock because you're so used to I don't I also don't love how in stores here people are just up in your grill all the time like right can I help you find a size hey yeah do you want a different wash of those jeans like it yeah really annoying and you're (laughs) like and as soon as you enter a store I get like major anxiety because I'm like oh Oh my god God. someone is gonna come greet me and I just I don't want to talk to you I just want to get my shirt and get out of here yeah but the just the complete tenfold opposite in Europe where they just don't give a shit about you. They don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) Like, even if you have a question, they make you feel, not everyone, obviously, but a good chunk of people will make you feel like you shouldn't have a question. Mm -hmm. It's actually so interesting. Like, 
I, I feel like there should be a good balance in between, but I just haven't experienced the perfect balance. Like here in, in North America, I actually used to work at Bath and Body Works and that's one of the most like notorious for like, oh, like, hey, how are things going? Like, are you shopping for your mom? Like, have yeah. you tried our new, you know, shampoo, 30% off and whatever. Um, but basically I had to be trained to be one of those salespeople. And we literally had like walkie talkies where we would talk to each other and be like, oh, I've only talked to this person once. You have to go hunt her down. So basically, oh my God. yeah, we had to do that. And it was based on commission. So we're really intense. But in Europe, they don't give a shit, especially at the restaurants as well. Like it was mm-hmm. to the point where I got annoyed because I would want to pay my bill and I can't see the waiter. waiter. Like I literally have to go up and like find them be like, hey, like I'm done eating. Like, can I pay my bill? Like, yeah. did you have a similar experience like that? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple ones... I feel like whenever we went out to eat together, we just got mm-hmm. like just the worst luck ever. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, uh, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, so Meg came to Edinburgh for like a few days and then I yeah. went to Vienna later. But so she came first and we just wanted to get shawarma. And mm, in shawarma. in the area that I was living, there's like a bunch of like little, um, like not pop-up, but like just stores that were really small and they would mm-hmm. accept cash only um so a lot of places in edin don't accept tap or, or they don't have tap but like they don't accept um card like it's cash mm. only because they don't want to pay the commissions for like the little machine thing so yeah. we go to the shawarma place and she gets like a, a wrap or whatever and then um i have like a 10 pound note and i give it to him and then apparently that 10 pound note was like expired or something so like what? in scotland they had this thing where they like redid their currency oh, so okay. all the old notes were like some of them are still in circulation but these places just wouldn't accept them so mm-hmm. whoever i had gotten change from before like obviously heard my voice and was like this person's mm-hmm. dumb i'm gonna give her like, <laughs> old out of circulation 10 pounds mm-hmm. Right. So you could take them to the bank to exchange them, but like it was like 11 p.m. at night, right? Yeah, so yeah. The guy was like, "No, I'm not accepting these this money." And then I was like, "I don't have any other money." And then he's oh, like, no. "Go to the ATM machine across the street <laughs> and get cash." And he was like, "Meg has to stay here because he didn't yeah. want us to like dine run away cash. with the food." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I go across the street to this like ATM, and I put my like debit card in and it rejects my card and then I put it back in and it mm. literally eats my card it literally <laughs> takes the card. so now I have no card and no cash <laughs> I called Meg and I was like yo so we have a situation <laughs> no card and no cash shit this is also a, like a only 10 minute walk from my dorm right so it is true when they say like a lot of bad things happen literally 10 minutes away from your house in the middle of the night. Yeah. (laughs) So I go back and then I don't even know what we did because you were like, I can give you euros. And the guy was Mm. like, no, because euros are less value than pounds. Yeah. But I think we just left the wrap there and like yeeted out. Yeah, it was so sad. Like we didn't end up being able to eat it. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't understand why he was so upset about it because it's yeah. not like we took their food. We just yeah. didn't like finish the purchase. 
Yeah, the funniest, like, I think the funniest part was his reaction at us the entire time. Like, he yeah. was high-key judging us. Like, I could see it in his eyes. He was looking at us, and we're like, oh, you know, we can't pay. He was like, okay, you you stay, you know? You leave this here. Leave the food here. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then we left it here. And like, oh, sorry, like, we can't pay. He was like, okay, okay, no food for you then. And then we just had to give the wraps back, and he took them back, and he was probably so pissed because they had to spend time making the wraps fresh for us. I know, but then I was like, you could just eat the wrap yourself. Like, it's yeah. Fine. I mean, true. That's what I used to do whenever I worked at Booster Juice. Like, if someone oh. didn't want their smoothie, I just like drink it myself. It's fine. Mm, that's but, true. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was funny. And then when we were in Vienna, we the basically the same thing happened again. I don't understand yeah. how that happened. It was also like ten minutes away from my place. Literally, like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, we went to this restaurant, and then they only accepted cash or something as well, right? And then I didn't have enough euros or something. Yeah. And then I had to like, you had to like stay at the restaurant with our food. And I had to like, literally like run down the street and go to find this ATM and get cash again and like run back. Pretty much. Yeah. So we yeah. did not live and learn at all. Yeah. I'm just so not used to it. And then, oh my God, this, when I was in Edinburgh too, like I, I was so stressed out this one time. You remember Radhika the day that like my phone literally died. Basically <laughs> I was staying at Radhika's dorm, the like, few days that I was there right okay, so but- first of all I want to like clarify something the dorm mm. that I was in was just so ratchet like <laughs> I cannot emphasize to you enough how ratchet it was like it's like I'm gonna come stay with you and I was like sure but it's like basically two out of ten stars living um <laughs> this building was built in like 18 probably like 1810 Holy and shit. basically this area of Edinburgh is like protected by like I guess their version of UNESCO or like mm. you know the heritage building societies and stuff mm-hmm. and so these buildings aren't allowed to be like torn down or like refurbished oh. so yeah that's that's like a little bit of backdrop <laughs> and she gets here and it's super cold right yeah <laughs> <laughs> she was fully wearing like five layers of pants but it was yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so then there's this like graveyard in edin so edin is like apparently the spookiest city or most haunted city in europe or something like that and there's this graveyard called uh grayfriars grayfriars yeah basically on campus um and she went there and yeah you can finish the story (laughs) okay the pants story though first of all that's so fucking funny because i like show up to your dorm and you literally see like my layers of pants like literally layered on top of each other and like one of them is literally like a layer of pink pants and like it's like pink pants and like black pants on top and these leggings at the bottom it's like meg what are you doing um disclaimer or not disclaimer but like life hack guys like if you want to get away with less luggage fees when you're flying just wear as much as you can that way you don't literally that episode of friends when (laughs) joey wears all of chandler's clothes like i'm not even joking i have it saved on my snapchat she walked in and she's she literally looked like joey she (laughs) three jackets and like five pairs of pants and like a bunch of shirts layered on each other Yep, yep. I stuffed as much as I could on me so I could not, I didn't have to pay fees. But it, it got me through like literally all of my travel. So that's a great life hack. But anyways, that's how I showed up. Really ratchet. Also, I was really sick 
or either yeah. I or you were really sick. So it was just like a weird trip. But basically, this one day I like went out to explore Edinburgh on my own. And then I was having a good time. I went to like, you know, all the popular places. And then I like, decided to hit up Greyfriars. Grayf- Is that how you pronounce it? Greyfriars? Greyfriars, yeah. Greyfriars? Greyfriars. That sounds funny. Um, but basically... I, I really like spooky shit. So I like visiting haunted places and I love ghost stories and stuff. So this was like marketed as the most haunted gra- graveyard in the world. So I was like, yo, fuck yeah. Like check this off my bucket list. Most haunted graveyard in the world. I'm going to walk through that. And so I go to that and it's like right behind like the the cafe where like, um, what's her face that wrote Harry Potter? JK Rowling yeah it's like behind the cafe that like jk rowling literally wrote harry potter so I was like, oh my god this is so iconic like i love this by the time i got there it was already dark so it was like spooky as hell it was like literally dark af like pitch black and it was like closed like the gate was closed and i was like okay maybe there's another entrance i go up and there's like this other entrance and there's like nobody inside and then i'm like standing on the outside just like debating like oh my god like should i walk through this haunted graveyard all by myself literally all by myself in the freaking dark and i'm not as gutsy so soon this family came by and this family decided to walk through and they went in and i was like okay sure i'm gonna go in and follow them and so i went in behind them and i i like stayed like kept my distance because i didn't want to be creepy (laughs) but i went in and i felt comforted because there were like these two kids in there too um but then i walked through and i was like taking pictures don't ask me why i was taking pictures in a haunted graveyard (laughs) yeah i don't know why she was taking pictures there's literally nothing in this graveyard it's just like grass and like a few tombstones but yeah, it's actually really small, but I was pretty spooked out. I was taking pictures and then no lie. I was so freaking scared because my phone just died. The moment I took a picture, it just died. And like my phone never does that. Usually my phone goes to 1% and stays at 1% for like 20 minutes before it dies. But it was at 15% and I took a picture and it just like shut down. And so it died. And then I was like, shit, I don't know my way back, yo. Like, <laughs> And here I was this like one girl stuck in a freaking haunted graveyard in the middle of edinburgh with a dead phone and no way back and i was like shit this is the end and so i had to like find my way out of the graveyard and i had to like ask all these people at cafes um for like their phones and see if i can like google the way back to like radica's dorm and stuff um and then um i like slowly found my way back i went like a detour and then i thought radica would be really concerned for me if i like hadn't called or anything for a long time but guys no lie like when i got back to rad's place she was just chilling (laughs) she was like yo welcome back and i was like in my head i was like what the hell like did she not know i literally like almost died (laughs) like okay i like definitely was just chilling in my dorm i was like oh she'll get back like she's fine <laughs> then when you got back and I looked at the time I was like oh you've actually been gone for like quite a bit longer than you said <laughs> yeah like what the heck um, oh yeah. that was hilarious <laughs> yeah I mean usually phones die when it's cold though so I mean I don't know how want- okay I believe in ghosts but I think it just died because it was cold but yeah we'll yeah. never know you never know. I want to. I tend to tell the creepier side because I want to spook people out. <laughs> I'm. In, I'm trying to think if I had any like creepy experiences, um, oh. but not really. Like I refuse to go into the crypts. So like underneath the city, there's like all these like crypts and stuff, and they can oh. do like a tour of like the haunted crypts. But I was like, nope, Ooh. not not doing That's that. So cool. um, okay. So another fun thing about being on exchange is you you have to live with roommates. Yeah. So. 
yeah. obviously that comes with some interesting stories i mean first of all to preface my roomies if you're listening because i know y'all listen to my podcast you guys were great so i don't i literally don't have any tea against you but radica has tea so um go. yeah also <laughs> meg's apartment was like luxurious Yo, like, it was fucking hot like five-star hotel so hot. <laughs> i'm pretty sure your stairs were made out of marble or some sort of marble and like the kitchen was like gordon ramsay vibes like it was Literally. so bougie and then they had all this like chocolate and cookies and stuff mm. like just out on the counter and i ate like so many <laughs> they had like oh this nice gosh. couch and everything anyway so that sets up like the contrast between like our two residences our two living experiences yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so i had it was a four bedroom apartment um and so four girls one of them she's from toronto and she's like super sweet like we're still in touch and stuff so like we didn't have any mm-hmm. beef um and we actually ended up hanging out like a bunch and everything the other two um so one of them um was like in her freshman year and then the third or the fourth girl was also on exchange. Um, mm. And so one weekend, our shower like stopped working because that's normal for a building that was built in eighteen ten. And so also with our showers, you would press a button for the water, and it would be like ten seconds of really ice cold water. 20 seconds of like nice lukewarm like good water and then 10 seconds of like scalding like I'm going to burn your skin off (laughs) so it would like fluctuate like a gradient of like the temperature and so every Mm -hmm. time you showered you had to like soap up when it was ice cold and then hop in for 20 seconds Mm -hmm. and then like hop out before your skin like burned off holy shit so then one weekend the water shut down and it wasn't working and so me and like the other Toronto girl were like we need to like call maintenance and whatever and this is another thing that I just like didn't love about I guess North America versus other parts is like the responsiveness of people like Mm. they really take their weekends seriously like there's no hustle culture of like we're gonna work like be on call 24 7 on the weekends Mm -hmm. so we called and they'll be like no we'll fix it on Monday like that's just a standard answer um Mm -hmm. So we're just like standing there with like no water and no shower. And we're joking around like, hey, we might have to like wash our hair in the sink or something. <laughs> no. And then 10 minutes later, the one of our roommates literally comes out of the bathroom with wet dripping hair. And oh she was God. like, guys, I just washed my hair in the sink. Like, thanks for the tip. Oh, and wait, me, wait, you guys were joking when you said that, right? Yeah, me, and, At first? me and the other girl were joking around. We we're like, well, <laughs> we might have to wash our hair in the sink. And then this girl took it literally and literally did wash her hair in the sink. Holy shit. And okay. it was so funny, but it was so inappropriate to laugh. And so we both just like scurried into our room and just <laughs> texted each other. We're like, what just happened? <laughs> that's so funny you like scurried into your room because you didn't want to laugh in front of her yeah and I was like we're just gonna wash your hair in the sink girl <laughs> so yeah there was that and then one time I was like gonna go make dinner and this girl had um she was making like a lasagna or something with her friend and mm. I go to like wash my dishes in the sink and there's like five mushrooms in the sink, just like okay, in the sink. And in the I sink. was like, "Hey, are these your mushrooms?" 
She's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wash my pan in here. All the soap is like going to go on it. Like, mm. do you want to move them or is that cool? She's like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, it's just soap. Oh, so I interesting. All my dishes and all the like gross, like bits of food and soap and everything go over her mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. And then she picks up the mushrooms and throws them in the lasagna. <gasps> no yep. no no are you serious yep she didn't rinse them nope. no and i was like again so oh shook God. i just like scurried back into my room <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day like she offered me some of that lasagna i was like there is no way that is going in my into my stomach Okay, wait, to confirm. So she put the mushrooms in the lasagna. Did she still have to cook the lasagna after? Or was it just like throw it on? We had one of those like, you know, those cast iron, um, like skillets. Yeah. Which you can like cook it on the pan a little, but then bake it in the oven. Yeah. They just like were cooking it on there and then they just baked it in the oven. So I guess any bacteria would have died in the oven. But it was just not, just no. But still, it's like you're baking soap for what? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, it was just weird. I mean, like, there was that, and then the other roommate would smoke weed all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it would be, like, just hotboxing her room all the time. And I was like, great. This is hotboxing. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, and we threw a party once. This is a, a yeah. related story. But we mm. definitely, we were like, okay, we're super nerdy. We've never thrown, like, a party before. Um, so me and the girl from Toronto. We were like, we're going to be cool. We're going to throw a Halloween party, <laughs> uh, you know, live it up. So we fully yeah. made a group chat and just added everyone we met. Like, Holy shit. And oh, wow. exchange, you meet a lot of people, right? Yeah. So we literally just added everyone we had ever met. <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of people just added random people. And, oh, my God. Um, it was a costume party. Uh-huh. I made that very clear in my message. Yeah. And so um, this girl shows up with no costume Mm. and so I was like hey where's your costume and she just like didn't say anything and it was again super awkward and so Mm -hmm. I was just like okay well like you know come have fun like come to the party and then it's again a tiny apartment and we had like probably 60 people in there Mm -hmm. and um she brings like a a Tupperware right like yeah a Tupperware and she's like hey can I heat this up and Mm -hmm. I open the Tupperware and it's just chicken Mm-hmm. like just pieces of chicken okay and I was like yo it's like a it's like a Halloween like I've never heard of anyone bringing chicken, <laughs> chicken to a Halloween party like, also what it's like 10 p.m what the heck so she tried to like use our microwave and I was like yeah. could you like not use our microwave because I just put cobwebs all over it and it took like, mm-hmm. three hours so mm. please, I wasn't expecting anyone to require use of the microwave. Mm-hmm. But feel free to eat some chips or cookies, like things that normal people eat at parties. <laughs> right. And so she is like, oh, okay. And then proceeds to turn on our stove. Oh, shit. chicken. And I was like, dude, like, no. like, <laughs> And you've seen the place, right? It's tiny. Yeah. It's, it's tiny. It's yeah. tiny yeah. and like it's dangerous. Like we had alcohol everywhere and like mm. people. So we turned off the stub and then um, the next, so we like had fun, whatever. And then a couple days later, I met up with like another friend who was also there. And she was like, yo, um, just FYI, your stub was on. And I was like, what? No, it wasn't. And she's like, 
no, like I was leaning back on the kitchen counter mm. and um, I leaned back like a bit on the stub and it was warm. Yeah. Oh my so God. she was like, luckily I didn't touch it, but basically it was on and it was on for a while because the coil oh wasn't red anymore. Mm. and oh my god that's so scary and I was like what are you talking about so then I texted my roommate I was like yo did she like cook her chicken on our stuff (laughs) and she's like no because none of the pans were dirty Uh uh-huh and unless she cooked her chicken directly in the Tupperware oh my god or she used a pan and washed it without any of us noticing Uh uh-huh so yeah I don't even know she could have literally burned down our apartment we didn't know holy shit wait how long was it on for I don't know. I, I didn't notice. Like, luckily, this uh-huh. person had, like, noticed and turned it off. But she said it oh, had to God. have been on for a while. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It's so scary. What a weird guess. Was she, like, a plus one? Like, you didn't know her personally, right? I didn't know her. She had a class with my roommate. And uh-huh. she just invited her because she was also an exchange student. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just, like, just to be nice, I guess. And it was <laughs> so weird. It was so weird. That's so interesting. It's it's not a party without a weird guest. <laughs> right? God. Crazy stories. Yeah. I, I don't think I had any like crazier party stories, but like actually kind of. If my roommate listens to this, she's gonna laugh because she knows this one. I experienced it with her. But I also it was also Halloween party story. So basically for Halloween, um, my roommate's a master's student, so she invited me as a plus one to her master's Halloween party. And I dressed up full face with clown makeup like full face ass like I don't remember if I sent you a picture but I went ham with clown makeup I looked like Pennywise but like worse <laughs> so um but then I showed up at this Halloween party and then like it's full face so you can't even see what I look like under it right but then on um, this one person who was like friends with my roommate like a dude like could not stop looking at me the entire party and then I was like what and he's like and he was like you look cute. And I'm like, hello? Like, I'm wearing a full face of clown makeup. How do I look cute? And then he kept saying I look cute. And he was like, I wonder what you look like under all that clown makeup. I was like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you probably should have thought about that before saying I was cute with my clown Yeah, makeup. like, what if I look like freaking Shrek under all this? Like, you wouldn't know because I'm wearing a bunch of makeup. <laughs> oh, you're Austrian oh. men. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, actually also another funny story just about in general, like the dating in Europe versus like North America. So different people in Europe are so ballsy. So I'm literally just on my way to school this one day in Vienna. And then I'm like at the crosswalk and this guy just comes up and he's like, Hey, oh my God, you're, you're so beautiful. Where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Canada. And then he was like, yeah, you're so beautiful. And then we're like crossing the road and I'm like literally trying to rush to class and I'm making it clear. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go to class. Like it was nice meeting you. But he kept, keeps like trotting next to me and being like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like, you know, can I have your number? You know, we, we, go, we go watch a movie together. Oh like, what's your favorite movie? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I like horror movies and shit, but I got to run to class. And he's like, yo, let me have your number. You know, I want to watch a horror movie together. I'm like what? so so but then I give, yeah i give him my number because because i don't know i didn't know what else to do and then he texts me and i just never replied because he gave me a winky face too which was like disgusting like i opened the text i'm like eh, like no <laughs> bro like i don't even know who you are like you could be 30 for all i know you know like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah guys are so like i don't even they're so forward i didn't have any of those experiences like in edin but we were oh, in spain God. um and we wanted to go clubbing mm-hmm. and also like clubbing culture in 
I don't know if Austria is like big on it or like Vienna. Mm, they but, are. But like the hours are like super late. Like yeah. people don't even get to the club until one or two. Literally. And yeah. You don't even start your pre until like midnight. Yep. And whereas like here, like 12 West closes at three, right? <laughs> yep. And so I felt like a grandma for four months. And everyone was like, yo, what do you mean? Like, it's only 2 a.m. Like, what do you mean you're going yeah. home? And it's like, no, like, I'm ancient. Like, I need to sleep. <laughs> so uh-huh. we were in Madrid and it was, um, I'm trying to remember who it was. But it was basically three of us um, traveling together and then one of the people knew these two guys like from school like she's Australian and so we like stayed with them um and then we like the five of us went out together so we were like waiting in line to get into the club and this like Mm -hmm. random like crusty old man like comes up to us and he's like trying to like put on the moves and we were like ew like you're literally 50 and then Mm -hmm. he had had, like one of those like twisty mustaches Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the long oh ones with, like, the like the oh. curve at the end? Yes, I do. Like, <laughs> whenever you think, oh, draw a mustache on a cartoon, mm. he had that, but on his face. And then... Yeah, is it, like, the Monopoly Yeah, stash? like, the Monopoly yeah, stash. Yeah, yeah. And he was <laughs> okay. like, hey, like, where are you guys from? And then we were like, Canada. And he's like, what an exotic country. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, I would never describe Canada as exotic. As exotic, right? But okay. Um, and then he was like, oh, I just would love to go to the Arctic Circle one day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, uh, I don't think, I don't even know where the Arctic Circle is. Like, that's not part of Canada, is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, you know, like, if you guys want, I can get you in for free. And we're like, no, it's okay. Like, we'll pay cover. And then, uh-huh. I don't know, he was getting, like, really pushy and stuff. And I was oh, like, no. can you, I was like, no, like, we're here with our friends. And then mm. he definitely got butthurt. And then when we got up to the front with the bouncer, um, mm. the bouncer was, like, in with him. Mm-hmm. And so he was, like, giving us a tough time. And then he came back out and he was like, I told you, like, see, this club is, like, really hard to get into, like, um, but because you know me, I'm going to let the girls in, but not the mm. guys. And then it just like got like gross. And then we were like, Ew. but we all, all of us got in, but it was just like mm. weird. And then I was inside, I was at the bar and yeah. um, it was like some sort of like students event or something. So mm-hmm. like, um, we had like tickets, like a couple drink tickets or something before you had to pay. And so mm-hmm. I went to the bar to like cash in my drink tickets. And then this guy like came up and sat next to me and he was like, Hey, like, where are you from and stuff? So I was just talking. And then he was like, who are you here with? And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, like my friend. And then he's like, who are you leave planning to leave with? He's like, no, like, you know, people usually make plans to leave with someone new. And I was like, throw up in my mouth. And then, like, I was pretty sober at that point, but I think he was Mm. definitely on something. And so I was like, no. And then he's like, oh, my God. Like, you know what? It's so easy for you. It's just so easy for you. You don't understand my point of view. And I was like, no, I don't. 
I'm sorry, like, I really don't. <laughs> He's like, it's so hard to be a man. Like, I'm out here, like, trying to talk to girls, and no one gives me a second chance. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and, then he, and then my friend, like, came by, and she was like, what's going on? And I was just like, nothing. I just made a friend, like. <laughs> a friend, yeah. He was like, Really? And then he just got up, like slammed the counter, and he was like, Oh my god, you know what? I'm gonna find someone to go home with so I'm not alone. And then he <laughs> just left. <laughs> you, when you said, I just made a friend, that was probably his last straw. He's like, You know, this is my 13th reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh my god, that's so dark. Sorry, that's so dark. That's oh, so dark. But yeah, I was like, What? And then um, one of the guys was like, really wasted and then he mm. knocked over someone's bomb oh my god Spain, like everything flies like it's mm. i was so shook like it's so normal to just like smoke inside the club mm-hmm. like, yeah just like have hookah and like shisha and anything like just yeah there. so he knocked over someone's bomb and oh like god. the the glass like shattered all on the floor oh, and shit. then they were like these like really surly like spanish dudes who were like cracked <laughs> And then it was like us, and we were like, uh. "Oh, <laughs> so are we gonna die?" We literally, we're like, "Oh my god!" Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then um, we just like eat it out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Madrid clubbing. Oh my god, dude, that sounds like such a blast. I didn't have a crazy clubbing experience in Vienna, but also like my roommates were pretty wild, so they wouldn't leave the house until like 1 30 a.m. Oh and they god. don't come back till like 6 a.m. Oh my god. And it's like, holy shit, y'all, you're crazy. My fun clubbing experience was in Budapest though. Like, if you guys want to have like a good party experience, I think Budapest is really good. I think Budapest, like Barcelona, those are like and Paris-ish, those are like pretty good for like yeah. Like, definitely yeah. not the UK. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not the UK. I went to the UK, too. <laughs> um, yeah, def- not the UK. Okay, Vienna is pretty good. Um, yeah, no, UK, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do, like, pubs um, and, like, pubbing and stuff, which was mm. actually really fun. Like, they had all the, like, more, like, cultural stuff. Yeah. But clubbing wasn't, like, as much of a thing. Yeah, UK, more more the classy experience, you know? Like, you gotta, you know, you gotta have... Although I met this one guy, that. like, literally on the plane, like, I, mm. the plane to Eden, like, from... Okay. Um, like, I did Seattle, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Eden, and so, like, that second leg. Um, and mm. the guy who was sitting next to me was also on exchange. And mm-hmm. he literally was... I think he was from Mexico. And we, like, hung out a few times, and he was wild. He was like, oh, mm. my God, like you know for your birthday like you gotta do like the same amount of shots as mm-hmm. your age what and i was like hello bro like alcohol poisoning you're, i that's gonna be my last birthday <laughs> <laughs> you mean death day he was so wild and he, like yeah story like even now like i mean not with covid but like before that like i He's always out. He was so fun. Oh, um, shit. So, yeah, maybe Mexico as well. But Oh, definitely, definitely Mexico. Yeah. Want to share another? Also, we, we've been talking for over an hour. So okay, yeah. <laughs> let me know when you want to wrap it. Okay. Yeah, we can we can wrap it up after this one. Um, but one more story I want to share. Funny thing about UK, because I just remember I visited there. Also, side note, London was like my favorite city ever to visit. 
it was so good i love london i just love the vibe it's like somewhere where i would live whereas like budapest and like paris it was like fun to stay there and like party a bit but um london like i would totally live there anyways done gushing um i went to london and i was just like chilling at like this random outdoor performance at this one place and this random dude comes up and starts talking to me he's like oh okay wait let me let me give some backstory to show why it's like weird so i was like taking pictures on my phone and he comes up he's like hey like i see you're taking photos like would you mind like sending me those photos like i'm doing this like whole construction project and i need pictures of the building and you know my phone died so i'd appreciate if you could send me your photos and i was like oh yeah sure because you know help out a random stranger and i was like yeah like what's your email and stuff and i'll send it over to you and then we're like making small talk for a long time he was like telling me all about London because he's a local there. Also for context, he I think he was like at least 45, but he was seemed really nice as a localer. So I was just talking to him. And then after that, he was like, you know, like this was nice talking to you. Like we should keep in touch and stuff. You know, I'll show you around. Like let me know and I'll give you some recommendations. And I was like, sure, that sounds like fair enough and stuff. And so I gave him my number. Here's the sketchy part. He said his phone died, which is why he needed me to send me his photos. He whipped out his phone and took my number down in his phone. Oh my God. <laughs> So by that point, like it didn't click with me yet. It clicked with me like a few hours later, but like I gave him his number and then I went back and like I was in London with like two two dudes, like two of my guy friends. Um, but then <laughs> I like told them about it. And then basically the, the guy who got my number texted me after he's like, hey, like it was nice meeting you. Like, are you free tomorrow? Like I could take you to dinner. And then obviously that was like, a bit more sketchy. So I told that to like the two dudes I was traveling with and they were like, um i don't think you should go that's kind of weird and i was like are you sure you know like he seems like a really nice local or like maybe he just wants to like show the city and stuff <gasps> you know i'm really like naive and dumb sometimes i was like yeah i don't know and they were like they were like meg he he's definitely trying to like hit you up or whatever like he's being really sketchy like no one just asks a random stranger for dinner right i was like okay okay and then one of them um when you know like his name starts with h um i I don't know if i'll just say his name but he was like you know let me just come with you to make sure he doesn't pull anything weird i was like okay yeah just come with me and so i texted back i was like oh is it like okay if my friend comes he was like sure and so the next day me and my friend um h i'll just call him h like show up and this guy had like texted us an address because he made a reservation and it's like this really bougie restaurant like it's like dim lit candlelit oh. restaurant like sultry music in the background and like yeah. super high class basically in the middle of london and then me and my friend h like go in and we sit down and he's there and it's like the most awkward dinner that i've ever been to because it's just like us talking and like me and my friend and my my guy friends like sitting next to me and we're just like trying to make small talk it's like, really awkward and then after the really huge meal which we barely finished because he ordered so much for us he was like yo like let me pay and stuff and then we're like no 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 like because obviously i don't want him to feel like he owes us anything so like i kind of pay my portion and stuff and then after that I was like, oh yeah it was nice to meet you and we say goodbye and then me and my friend we leave and then me and h we look at each other we're like that was really weird wasn't it he's was like yeah you know what i noticed he doesn't have a wedding wing on. I'm like, ah, gotcha. We <laughs> definitely got there. Yeah, he didn't have a wedding ring on. So that meant that he was still single and he was probably like, you know, trying to trying to pull something. Wait, but that's like that's like the worst kind of evidence that you can have, first of all. Because you can definitely be married and not wear a ring. Oh, that's true. You can just take it off. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's true. Wait, so but yeah. So how did it end then? Like, did he ask you out or like again or what? Like, 
he kind of just like texted again. He's like, oh, so nice to like, you know, have dinner with you. But I think he got the sign that I wasn't like interested in anything because I brought my guy friend with me. Like if you ask a girl for dinner and she brings her guy friend to like sit with you for dinner, then it's pretty obvious, right? Because for context, he didn't know it was going to be a guy friend. He probably thought it was going to be a female friend. And I show up with this dude who sits yeah. next to me the whole meal. So I mean, that's why it was really what awkward. What did he expect for someone yeah. who was on exchange? Yeah, what do you what do you expect, dude? Like these it was, European yeah, it was guys weird. are so forward. Yeah, they're they're really forward. I mean, I part of me like respects that. Like, I wish guys in North America were a bit more forward, but yeah. maybe we're not that forward. Like, you can be forward, but be forward until you get the sign that we're not interested. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Whereas you're like people don't even take a shot. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, as as you would know. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode that's a whole nother episode but yeah me and radica have been babbling our stories for over an hour now so time goes by we have like a billion but that was just like a fun little little glimpse into what happened little glimpse into our weird lives and the shit we share with each other so thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys found that entertaining and funny (laughs) um before we wrap up if anybody, for some random reason, wants to connect with you and hit you up anywhere, Radhika, where, where can they find you online? I really love that that little, like, backhanded disclaimer that you threw in there of if anyone, for any reason, would Okay, I didn't mean it in an up. offensive way. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Because, like, usually for my episodes, it's like, oh, this person's, like, a nutritionist. This person's a personal yeah. trainer. Basically, and it's like, oh, I want to hit them. not with very them. interesting <laughs> online. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, um, <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Like, just look up rads.kuch. There's zero content. It's not interesting, but sure, please follow me. Um, And yeah, I don't have any sort of businesses or side hustle. (laughs) But if you want recommendations on Channing Tatum movies, you can hit me up. Or Europe stories or Big D T or any of that. You can hit her up. Endorse her on LinkedIn, you know. Give me some endorsements <laughs> about my girl skills. Give me some some networking endorsements. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll 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 endorse your products if you have something. Send me free yeah, shit. Man. I'll I'll use it. Yeah, she'll be an influencer. Also, side note by Radhika, remember when we were in Edinburgh and you said you were gonna make a joke um on your Instagram where you start posting really like cringy content oh yeah you, have to react. you didn't do that i didn't do it because i was so boring i couldn't even make up fake content but basically <laughs> just to wrap up um i was gonna like we had this conversation about how people go on exchange and they just go wild and like for yeah. those of you who don't know me which is probably most of these listeners um mm. i'm like super nerdy and i'm just like, <laughs> super conservative like i never post any fun like party pictures <laughs> so i was like gonna make it was like an elaborate con. I was going to mm. post all this fake content about me, like <laughs> just lying drunk on the sidewalk. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and with really, really cringy captions, like, you know, live, laugh, love. Yeah. Or like, know, take me back. Like the peach emoji and just like a picture yeah. of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
as like a social experiment, right? To see yeah. how people react. To see if I would get more followers, but I didn't do it. Well, now the gig's out, so it's never going to happen. But damn it, <laughs> feel, feel free to follow me for very, very mundane content. <laughs> You're anything but mundane, Erotica. That was such a fun conversation. So thanks so much for joining me. And thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys again in the next episode. Thank Bye. you for having me. Bye. Bye. All right, peeps, thanks so much for tuning in to our candid conversation with Radhika. Super fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to keep in touch with our episodes, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at I'm in my 20s. And if you want to show some love, share this podcast with a friend, your family, your pet, whomever, your cousins, your ex-boyfriend, your whatever. And I will infinitely thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, before we end off this episode, since it has been such a long time since I last spoke to you guys, which is very funny because I actually don't really know who I'm speaking to. So, hi, if you're listening to this, feel free to pop in and say hi on I'm in my 20s because I'd love to know my listeners more. Anyways, it's been a hot minute and I just want to give a life update on my part in a way. So, in the intro I mentioned, I've been spending more time enjoying life and going out and just exercising. And I think the biggest update is really my change in focus in my life so i think in 2020 i was so focused on i guess not necessarily being alone but i was so how do i say this i was very 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 self-development focused in a different way i was isolating myself almost in 2020 working on my projects my e-commerce business my branding agency my job at sap and my exercise my diet everything right that was 2020 this year 2021 you guys know i had a rocky start to year you can listen to like one of my recent episodes where i spill all the tea on why i had such a rocky rocky start to the year but i currently feel like i'm in one of the happiest places i've been in a long time it almost feels like all my hard work has come to this point and no i don't want to say that this is the peak this is definitely not the peak this is like a little chapter smacked in the middle of this long book of my life but it is a very nice chapter to be in at this time enjoying the summer covid finally dying down, half vaccinated, can't wait to get my second shot, hopefully Pfizer, and just enjoying life, surrounding myself with good people. I think I'm just so grateful for the friendships, especially that I've strengthened throughout this year, especially those I've been hanging out in person and just having the best time with and just genuinely feeling like I can be myself and having this community where I feel like, you know, power association, guys, power association is so huge. People you spend most of your time talking to, you spend most of your time surrounded by and all of that. I just feel so grateful for this community. Anyways, that is kind of my renewed focus. Just focus on enjoying that and also focusing on doing my best job at work at SAP in my internship because I'm doing my second internship at SAP and honestly, I am in love with the team. I'm in love with the work. I honestly have no bad things to say. Like, I just, I love it so much. And I'm just trying to do my best work because ultimately your girl does want to convert into full-time at tech. And yes, I know this is also another switcheroo from, I guess, one of my previous episodes i would say even months back when i said i had these big ambitions of just being my own boss and doing my own thing and all of that but that has also switched around because i found so much fulfillment in this work and it's like i don't need to fill a void anymore i don't need to find something to fill that and so this just goes to show that life changes our priorities change our mindsets change and i wouldn't say things always change um, you know, things can't like the 
things don't change as planned. I can't predict what my mind space or what my headspace will be at next year. I can't predict what it'll be at the end of the year. I can't predict any of that. But the place where I am now, I feel, is the perfect place for me to be in at this very moment. And I know I'm a little bit cheesy, but I like to think that everything in life kind of happens to either teach us something or, you know. Oh my gosh, there was a saying, but I forgot it. Something about, you know, basically I'm saying that everything that has happened in my life leading up to this point and where I am now, everything needed to happen. So that is what I'm trying to get at. And never in my life, I mean, never me, 2020 me, would not have predicted that I would be the place where I am now, who's just working full time, enjoying this job and just working on my podcast and enjoying all these physical activities. This is not part of my quote unquote plan. And this is another exhibit as to why I don't really plan because going with the flow most of the time and just following my intuition and doing what feels right and just working hard and all of that stuff and just truly being authentically myself has pretty much fulfilled me for most of my life. <laughs> I really don't know where this babble is going, guys, so I'm so sorry if you're still listening. I appreciate you very, very much for sticking through and listening to that babble because I have no idea what I just said in the past like two minutes. But anyways, that's my little update. I might do an episode very soon. I'm overdue for a solo episode where I give more in-depth updates about stuff and I'm trying to decide what to talk about. But stay tuned for that because I will be launching many more episodes for this season and I'm very excited to get back into this. Thanks for listening so much, guys. I mean, thanks so much for listening, guys. And... um, can you tell I'm rusty on speaking because it's been a while? Thanks for listening. And just want to leave off with, guys, go out and enjoy your summer. Stay safe, but enjoy your summer. Enjoy the sunshine. Reconnect with old friends. Talk to your new friends. Meet new people. Foster your relationships. Focus on your health. Do things you enjoy. You know, check off that bucket list item. Just enjoy life, right? That is kind of the mindset and space I want to give you. Give yourself permission to enjoy life. I think it's a balance between working hard and enjoying life. I'm trying to establish that perfect balance right now in my life as well, but don't focus too hard on one or the other. But really guys, enjoy life. Sun's beautiful out here in Vancouver. Wherever you're listening, I hope it's beautiful. Go out and enjoy it. Okay guys, that's it. I will chat with you guys again in the next episode. Bye!